Welcome to PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. My guest today is Ryan Agresta, the CEO of Candidate.co. His platform makes it easier for employers to find talent and build more inclusive teams. Its model adds a human touch to talent acquisition by including personal referrals with each profile. We're going to talk about Ryan's company and its approach, the state of the labor market, and the impact of the pandemic on talent acquisition, all on this edition of PeopleTech. Hey, Ryan. Thanks for coming by. What does Candidate do? Candidate is a marketplace for personal referrals. So we work with employers that are hiring. They post roles with corresponding referral bonuses. And on the other side, anyone can sign up to be a referrer. Uh, Once they sign up, they can refer their colleagues to those open roles. And if their referral is hired, then they collect 80% of that referral bonus, which averages about $4,000. We're building that marketplace along with the technology to help referrers be successful. And technically, how does it work? I mean, is this a sort of an email or messaging thing or is yeah. it more of a database thing? So employers will go to candidate.co, sign up to be an employer, and then post roles similar to how they would post roles with any other job board. For referrers, which is where most of our technology is, we have a desktop experience, we have a mobile web experience, and then we have an iOS app that you can find in the app store. Um, If you're utilizing the app, which most of our referrers are doing, they can upload their phone contacts to that app. It's an optional step, um, at which point we candidate can understand who referrers know and can help make suggestions um, on who to refer to these roles. But no matter which experience you're using, you can look at those roles as a referrer. You can see who might qualify. We provide tools to help share um, those roles with your network. And then assuming you want to refer someone, you can fill out a form which takes less than five minutes. Again, that can be on via desktop, mobile web, or iOS app. So what's different about this? For employers who are hiring, what we're aiming to do is really provide a new level of ability to have your job reach individuals that they wouldn't reach before. So we have thousands of referrers from all different backgrounds, across the US, now we're starting to get into all of North America. Um, And those individuals can go out and can recruit and refer on your behalf, um, along with there being no upfront pricing. So as an employer, you only pay if you make a hire successfully through the candidate platform. And for individuals working in tech, it's a whole new level of access. So currently, as as an individual in tech, you're most likely constrained to be able to refer your friends to either your current company, an employee referral, or if you happen to know hiring managers at other companies. When you sign up on Candidate, you're going to have access to dozens of companies that you might not otherwise be able to reach, um, be able to refer your friends or your colleagues to those roles, and you're going to be compensated um, on average about $4,000 per role if your referral is hired. So there's both the access and the compensation side for people working in tech. So you've got essentially two sets of users, the um, the recruiters and employers on one hand, and then the um, candidates and the references on the other hand. Exactly. What, 
what do you hear from all of them about why this works? You know, what, what attracts them to it? On the employer side, um, those who are hiring, um, we're really looking to play a low volume, high quality sort of referring process. So what I mean by that is you go post your, your role to a job board, you're likely to get dozens, sometimes hundreds. We've even heard thousands of applicants. When employers post a role through candidate, they're getting anywhere from five to 10 referrals per role. But those referrals are personally vetted by someone and then backed by candidate. Um, and so over 60% of the time, those individuals that are referred through candidate are being interviewed, which is a very high rate. So they can spend a lot less time reviewing resumes and more time actually talking to qualified individuals, as well as the pricing. Um, employers really like the pricing structure where they don't have to pay upfront to post a role. They're not paying any um, sort of fees upfront. They're only paying if they make a hire. And then on the referrer side, what we hear um, that they really like is that obviously that the compensation helps referring and, and being able to connect people can take time um, and having the option to be compensated for that can be really beneficial. But more than anything, it's the opportunity to help out their networks. It's the social capital that comes with connecting someone you know with a really meaningful opportunity that results in a new job for them. And the idea that they can go reach dozens of companies that they wouldn't otherwise be able to connect their network to is something that's proven to be really powerful. Now, when did you start the company? I started the company in January 2020. So it was about two months before uh, the pandemic hit the United States. And so I, I was going to say that your, your, your company's whole life has basically been in the... In the that's pandemic. correct. That's so, correct. So what, what has that taught you? It has taught me to really focus on controlling what we can control. And what I mean by that is thinking about what is our customer's experience? Are we building a great product? Are we building an offering um, that really adds a lot of value to all of our user base and not worry so much about what we can't control? So when I started the company and I was raising funds, I was raising venture capital to go actually be able to hire people and build a product. Um, this was when the pandemic was hitting the US. At that time, uh, a lot of individuals thought that um, there would be hiring freezes, that the economy would be going into a really strong recession, and that there wouldn't be any demand for a recruiting service. Um, that was true for maybe about one to two months, and then it completely flipped. Um, the talent market was tighter than ever. Um, and so that, that was a great example of, of me having to learn and not worry about what I can't control and instead just focus on candidate, our users, our customers. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We, we out. What do you think is coming in terms of you know, as the pandemic recedes, um, business gets back to something like normal. Yeah. What impact do you think that's going to have? N not just on you, but on sort of the world of recruiting and talent acquisition. I think the the most tangible change we've already been able to feel is the move to remote work and allowing employers, um, uh, having employers allow their employees to work from anywhere. 
Um, and what we're seeing now as we sort of return to, let's call it the normal state, right, um, is some companies are remaining very dedicated to that. Some companies are saying we are a remote first company. We believe in that um, and we're going to continue to hire in that way. And then you're seeing um, a lot of companies kind of slowly go back to the old way of working. And from everything, every study that's been conducted, you can go look at the remote roles and the remote companies attract a much higher volume of applicants. And those employees end up being more satisfied in their day-to-day -day jobs. And what I foresee happening as the pandemic really kind of ends, as we return back to that quote, normal state of work, is those companies that are embracing flexibility for their employees, whether that's hybrid work environments, remote working environments, are going to be the ones that are going to continue to attract talent. We're actually going to pull talent away from those companies that aren't focusing on those flexible work situations. Um, and they're going to be much better uh, uh, positioned to succeed in the long run. Do you think that candidate works better for some types of businesses than others? We, we've focused so far on um, mostly venture backed tech companies um, but we have worked with a wide range of those. So we've worked with anywhere from two founders hiring their first employee all the way through, you know, thousand plus person publicly traded companies. Um, I think where we've seen it work the best so far is for um, companies that are in that very rapid growth stage. So the companies that oftentimes have more open roles than they have um, sort of, you know, recruiting, recruiting teams that can support them. Um, the companies that have oftentimes either rapidly increased revenue or received a new round of venture capital and are very much poised to grow. Um, and we're able to really help help provide them the recruiting support because one, they're underwater and they're looking for access to more talent, um, but they're not going to have to spend time going through hundreds or thousands of resumes. Um, and so those companies that are really in that rapid growth stage are the ones where we've seen, um, I think, find the most use of our services. In, in any particular, you know, industry, I mean, is this the kind of thing that high tech companies would use versus retailers or something like that? Yeah. So we've we've worked primarily with B2B SaaS companies. Um but we've really worked on expanding that recently. And so we've gotten more into consumer good companies, um, even a couple of companies that have some sort of physical presence. But so far, we have worked with a lot of B2B SaaS companies. And if you can imagine those companies, um, they're the ones that have tended to be willing to accept remote talent. And if you can imagine our platform for a company that's open to remote talent, um, literally every refer who has signed up for candidate can make a referral to that role. And so their access to, to our entire referrer base is really capitalized on. Um, so it's been a lot of those B2B SaaS, uh, SaaS tech companies, specifically those open for remote talent. You know, we were talking before about the job market and coming out of COVID and all that kind of thing, but what are you seeing out there today? You, you know, you hear so much news about there's too few candidates or now there's enough candidates or there's not, you know, it's just, everyone seems to have a different read on it. What's yours? It's, it's a really confusing time out there. I think particularly if I'm a job seeker or someone who is thinking about leaving um, my company and maybe looking for a different opportunity, because on one hand, what we're seeing are a lot of layoffs, a lot of warnings about what's going to happen um, uh, to the U S economy in the coming months. 
Um, but on the other hand, we see unemployment at, 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 a, at, a, at a low that we haven't seen in years, right? And so we're really seeing a, a really strong demand for talent at the same time. I think from, from our perspective, um, when we're talking with employers, we still see most roles being in demand as ever, um, particularly software developers um, and software engineering talent is, is, is at a, a very high, I won't say an all-time high, but as high as it's ever been. And these companies really are still hiring. Um, I think there is, there is some hesitancy. And so if I'm a job seeker and I'm, I'm looking in kind of Q4 2022, um, right now in this moment might not be the best time to go look for a job. But a lot of these companies are working on annual budgets. They're going to be opening up headcount again in Q1. Um, and, and I think it's going to continue to be a more talent-constrained market than it will be a job-constrained market. And, I mean, where do you think we're heading? Do you think that dynamic is going to continue for the long term? Do you think it's just sort of a phase we're moving through? I think any any pullbacks we see, any sort of um, layoffs or temporary hiring freezes are just that. I think they're temporary. If you look at any sort of long-term trends, uh, many studies have indicated that the U.S., and it's not exclusive to the U.S., is going to be at a labor shortage. Um, whether that is retail jobs, hourly service work, um, you know, high-salary software engineering roles. Um, if you look at sort of the long term over the next four to six years, um, we're projected to be at labor shortages. And so if we do see some temporary pullbacks because of what happens at the economy, um, I, I personally would not guess that those are long term. Well, Ryan, thanks very much for stopping by today and sticking with me through your cold. <laughs> thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It was great to talk with you. My guest today has been Ryan Agresta, the CEO of Candidate.co, and this has been PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. We're a publication of Recruiting Daily. We're also a part of Evergreen Podcasts. To see all of their programs, visit www.evergreenpodcast.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media by hosting journalists who will answer the questions to which we need answers. Join me every Friday to hear more. Welcome to Don't Retire, Graduate, the podcast that asks you what you want to be when you grow up so you can graduate into retirement with a purpose and a passion, whether you're 25, 85, or any age in between. Gain actionable financial and mindset tips from your favorite authors, podcasters, and influencers to help you reach that exciting next chapter. Listen now and start building your path to financial freedom and reframing what retirement can mean to you. This is your host, Eric Brotman, reminding you, don't retire, graduate.